Welcome to The Lunch Table, where real friends who are real pastors having real conversations you may or may not have said out loud once you've left The Lunch Table. Welcome back to The Lunch Table. Um, We hope that you checked out last week's episode. We talked about what it looks like for personal success. That's why I love this lunch table. I love when when, um, people that care about me look me in the eyes and say, hey, how are you doing? And then the, the great, how are you really doing? Making sure that my life is in, in the in the right direction. How you doing, doing? <laughs> How you doing, doing? <laughs> you know, it's, I was overly thinking of. I was gonna say, I just love it when two men look me in the eye and ask me how I'm doing. I was like, oh, they're gonna hop on that. I was like, I, can't, I gotta be careful. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> singing. It's never a good episode when Nate starts singing R. Kelly. That's what I, I've learned. <laughs> that means we have gone hey, too our far off the rails. Skyrocketed after that episode. I don't think that's a coincidence. No, but, but honestly, though, on that note, we're getting close <laughs> to a thousand plays. Come on, oh, that's, dude, that's unbelievable. So close to that, it's unbelievable. Can that's you good. insert the crowd clap there, Drew, when you edit this? And- yeah. Hey, yeah. I gotta. Very I actually cool. took a picture of us recording. I'm gonna post it on my Instagram about you know the next episode being released. But hit us up on Instagram of what you're liking about the podcast right now. Uh, I would love to hear. Like, is it the personal stuff? Is it when we talk about ministry? Is it the joking around? I'm hilarious. You know, if we can just get <laughs> Nate to like an improv class or something, we'd be all right. <laughs> but. <laughs> but yeah. every, uh, but uh, no, story of my here. life. The feedback's going to be Matt so much more friendly, personal, and hilarious than you, Nate. That's, <laughs> no, I've heard that. No, that I've heard that for what? thirty years. Are you serious? I say that about you all the time. I was actually at a birthday party, and I was like, "Dude, you would love my older brother." He's like, "Why?" And I just look at him, and I just realized that moment. Goes, as I said, he's just more fun than I am. Matt, I, just- I was, <laughs> I was being extremely sarcastic. Let's. <laughs> <laughs> Man, amen. um, I don't even know where to go with this. I don't even know what the opening question is, brother. Rain is in. Other than we do have to stick to our time today, so I do want to. During our last episode, we talked about what does personal success look like for us. Like, what does it mean for us in our own lives? And I think, I guess, my first question is this: as I'm kind of processing this a little bit, is do you think that there is um, a lie or a mistruth to assume that our personal success automatically equals overflowing success in our jobs and ministry, right? That this, this idea of if I could just get my life together, then everything else will fall in place. Or um, I'm kind of curious your thoughts on, or is there just real truth to that? That you know, when you get your life together, that do that that things do fall in place. I'm just kind of curious what you guys think about that. I do. I do think that's a truth that you know it starts at home biblically. You know, like you gotta run your household. You know, biblically. I think. I think the problem is opposite. Honestly, I think you could have this quote unquote successful ministry, and and meanwhile your home life's wrecked, your personal life's wrecked. Mm-hmm. Um, the rise and fall of Mars Hill, I mean, that's been a huge part of that, right? It was like, um, the, again, I referred to him last week, but the guest on the last episode, Tim Keller, was like, yeah, 
You literally the guest it. Tim Keller was not on our last episode. So if you missed our that, episode, my bad on uh, Rise and Fall. He was say, so if you're listening yeah. to this yeah. episode, you're like, oh my gosh, no. man, Tim <laughs> Keller on there. Yeah, go listen to get... last episode. No, <laughs> hey, yeah, go, listen. go back yeah, Tim, and listen to Tim, every episode, and you'll find him. Join us. There. Hey, no, Tim, you're welcome to the lunch table anytime you want. Okay, yeah. I'll wear a suit and tie if you come. If you listen to our oh episode, if Tim, if anyone can get Tim Keller to listen to one of our episodes, I promise I will wear a suit and tie. Come on, for um, the next 10 episodes heck yeah cool. so but it, but that that thought of wow you can be doing a lot of things that look awesome but behind the scenes you know i mean c- come on we've all heard of all these moral failures different things like no one would have said from the outside looking in oh that person's home life is probably terrible they see all the success of ministry and probably think their personal life is is awesome you know, so I think that that, that can mislead and, and mistranslate. Um, I, I literally, uh, awesome shout out to um, uh, adults that listen to our podcast. I was able to pour into a bunch of adults a few weeks ago at a camp. And Drew, I thought, man, you'll be so proud of me. I I named the second breakout, How to Find Your Lunch Table. Oh, man. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, man. I love it. And of course, oh, I got the eye rolls from my youth pastor and everyone, oh, Oh, major side note. So I got these young youth pastors there and Jacob, my youth pastor, and he's rolling his eyes. He's like, oh, of course you're promoting your podcast and all this stuff. (laughs) And then I get a call later and the youth pastors there, they said, if you don't want to listen to old fogies, we've started the dinner table. Come listen to our <laughs> podcast. <laughs> dinner table. It's like, wow. Um, but so anyway, they didn't start the breakfast the table because they're not up that early. <laughs> <laughs> the dinner table that's not at 5 p.m., I guess, is what they're going for. But um, at the end of the day. Ooh, ooh, that does give me an idea, though. Yeah. Should we ever have the after hours table? Should we ever have the 1 a.m. like IHOP table, like the 1 a.m. dentist table? That would, oh, that's what we're branching out. uh, After uh, Orange Tour in Charlotte. um, Okay. September (laughs) September 19th. What's the, uh, oh my gosh, what's his name? The UFC commentator that has his podcast. I mean, if he can say what what he says, I feel like we could do anything. So, um, but no, anyway. Uh, Rain it I, back in. I still uh, wait. Hold on. Before we go on, I don't think that's definitely first time ever that I've ever been called an old fogey, dude. How did, how did that happen? <laughs> you can blame me. I, they, the they're, they're portraying. <laughs> they're portraying me on you guys. I Fortunately, Drew, we're not bringing Nate down to younger. He's bringing us to older. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's brutal. Right. You're, you're lumped in with Bro, the four-year-old. I'm not even thirty yet. Come on, man. Well, <laughs> okay. You, you were lumped in with the four-year-old lead pastor, so you're welcome. My bad. Um, but anywho, like, a lot of them there literally have said quotes to me of, like, and that's why we did the breakouts the way we did this year was, you know, I could I could literally not spend time with Jesus all week, and my pastor at staff give me two thumbs up. Yeah. Just based on how many kids we had that night or whatever happened. So like, just, I think we have to be very careful that we can't, we should not and cannot mask us not doing well personally with successes of ministry. Hmm. And yes, I do think personal success does overflow more into ministry than the opposite. I don't think success of ministry automatically means you've got it together um, behind the scenes. 
I do agree. There's there's so many churches in our country that if if you get let go from a church because you spend so much time with your family, that you love your family so well and you're with them, I'm just going to let you know there's another church that will hire you. Like straight up, like there are so many churches that will value that, that it's, so, you know, I would rather you lose your job because you loved your family so well than lose your job because you because you did so well in ministry that you lost your family. Like that's, that's the, yeah, but yeah. Uh, yeah. But have you, I agree with you a thousand percent, but I also, but, well, no, I do a hundred percent as usual. There's a balance because, you know, you would even know who I'm talking about probably from many years ago who like what his wife freaked out about just everything. And so therefore he put like on his job title, like discipleship, which was like lunch with his wife because she complained so much. So it's like, you gotta, you gotta be careful there too. You still have a job to do. Well, if I, I will say this, like if I get a chance to kind of give my two cents, like I, I am going to talk about, cause I do think it's both. Like yeah. you got to be disciplined in your life right. in both areas. Like, but what I think my point there was just saying with, even with that guy, like I, I, I'd probably be able to guess who it is, but even with him, I guess I'd rather him do that and then kind of not be good at his job than, than the reverse, right? 100%. If you're going to pick one or the other, Bingo. pick your family but you know that that's that kind of like I think that's my point there. And in that and in that case, they did. He's not in ministry, but he did choose his family, and they're doing awesome. So you're exactly yeah. right. That, that's awesome. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think honestly, some of that too, like, comes from this place of it's not even necessarily that like success in ministry means that you have success at home. It's just that like your strength and success in your ministry is probably more so going to come from the fact that you're more balanced at, at home. Like that, like mm. your, your work life, like, like you're not going to be able to like actually have the strength of like being able to do well and then be able to go home and like feel good about yourself if wow. you're not actually just good at home. <laughs> like, you know, like, yeah, like that's honestly a part of it is that like, like legit, and I can tell you from experience in the last in the last year, honestly, just to be a little bit raw on this is that like, like, my family stuff has been really hard in the last year, you know, like, like, mm -hmm. you know, it's it's tough, you know, I'm not gonna lie. And it's like, and there's sometimes when it's like, you know, it doesn't always feel awesome to come home and have your child smack you in the face or something, you know, like, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, ridiculous, you know, but and obviously, like, that's not everyone's situation. But like, being able to work through that, and then like and then see how like having a better balance that direction has really helped my ministry not not in a way of like a, oh like you know i worked out my family so now work is better and it's like no it's just like like me and my family are in a better place right now and so ministry is just easier like it's yeah it's more yeah. of a joy it's more of a like oh yeah this is why i do this this is why we do this as a family <clears throat> this is why these things matter you know and like you just you you get both you know like wow. you do, it's got to be both it can't I think be you, just the one <laughs> i think you just hit it <laughs> you just kind of light this one off for me a little bit like probably these people that just disappear into their work their ministry they're they're and yeah that leads to ministry success they're doing it to hide and get away from their family right they're doing it to get away from their problems <laughs> right? whether they know it or not right exactly. yeah like exactly like if i'm at home i gotta focus on how much i suck as a spouse or as a dad or a mom or whatever 
then I'm gonna be where people are giving me attaboys and girls and saying good yeah. job rather than have to really focus on what's hard at home. And then you pour everything into work and it's like, that's not good. That's well, how here's you get the thing. yourself into severe depression, people. Wow. Because mm. at the end of the day, you're never going, like what's gonna end up happening is that you're going to find a, a spot where your your family is upset with your performance as a husband, wife, whatever, mm. you know, and then you're trying to work on that and try and fix fix that part of your life. And then work will be like, well, why are you not doing all the things that you were doing before? And then you're gonna try and fix all that. And then it, at some point, what's gonna end up happening is that you're in the middle where, where you feel like, even though it may not be the case, but you feel like you're not where you were in either place and that you are undervalued and under like under considered and that you stop valuing things <laughs> and so it's mm. like that's that's literally how you dig yourself a hole into depression 100 percent. well i'm trying like, to hold on i'm trying to come up with something else so matt doesn't have time to give his two cents but i got nothing so go. <laughs> <Let's see>. um, <laughs> sorry I, I i went back and listened to some of our our uh older podcasts and i realized like dang i talk a lot i was like man i gotta start chilling out <laughs> no, no. go ahead uh because like what it, like, i think my point to this the work and family thing is is like you have to be disciplined person enough to want to grow uh, in wisdom and knowledge, right? So you, you got to be a type of person that you should be listening to a podcast or reading a book or some way of growth, right? right? Well, if you can put that into your schedule five days a week, I think what I've learned is all five days can't be only about work and all five days listening to a podcast can't only be about my family. Mm-hmm. Like if you're putting in your schedule, listening to an hour podcast every day, let's say, then you have to maybe say, I'm going to listen to a podcast about being a better husband or a better father or a better whatever. But then you can also spend a couple of those days listening to a podcast about better listening to this podcast. That's right. Right. That's right. And that's why I like everything. All that being said, I I really hope like for even with this podcast, I really do hope this is where people can put aside the a little bit more like i don't know if entertainment is the right word but i guess a little bit more of just like a personal podcast like this is this is to make you feel like you're at a lunch table and i've just realized that different churches because like here's a question i have for you nate when you said about the, the pastor who's like they can ask how i'm doing and uh, they could care less or they don't ask about how my relationship with jesus is right what i've noticed with a certain a lot of times it's generally smaller churches let's say 1200 or under what I've noticed is I don't think the pastors are really asking much about the youth guy at all or the kids person at all. I, I don't think they're really, I don't think a lot of the churches I've worked at, they're not mad. Like they let they give a very long leash for either, yeah. either people to spend so much time, whatever they're doing. They really don't know much about what's going on in the first place. Yeah. I, I wish I could like spout off, oh, episode number, whatever. But I know we addressed this a lot with Mark Shaner specifically in that episode. And I think that what what I got out of that episode was, I agree with you 100%, maybe the lead pastor is not or whatever, but that lead or that, you know, who you report to does need to be holding you accountable that you are getting that from someone. Like, like I totally agree. It could be a, hey, I'm not going to check up on you every day. I I just did this. Oh, this is really cool with with a student, right? A student that was at a prayer time and was like, Nate, I need you to pray for this. I said, man, I'm going to pray for that. And I said, tell you what, man, 
I'm not gonna lie to you. I can't commit to holding you accountable in that, like like I like you need, but I am going to come to you in a month and make sure you found someone that is right. And mm -hmm. so I think yeah. we can do that though, as leads or as um, you know direct reports is like, well, hey, yeah, I, I need to make sure you're doing your job, and I'm gonna check in on this. We got 30 minutes, but you are you at your lunch table? You know, uh, who do you have asking you tough questions? How, how is your time with Jesus going? We're not going to use that time here, but I want to make sure you're getting that from somewhere yeah. if you're not the one giving it yourself. So, um, uh, uh, Andy Stanley talk, um, oh, what's it? Family first, or he did it, does a talk. It's a famous talk, but, uh, one of the best that was ever taken away is cheat work, not your family. Back. And one of the best questions or one of the best things he's ever come up with is go home and ask your wife, when do, when am I the most helpful at home? Like, tell me the time of day. Is it morning when the kids first wake up? Is it picking them up after school or is it bedtime, right? Like, when am I the most helpful? And I think what I really learned about that is I remember going home, asking Emily, when do you need me the most? And it was um, afternoon or she goes afternoon or bedtime. Just pick one of those two. And I remember now when I look at my calendar, I try my best to be home in either of those times. And then I then I design work around that, not the other way around. You know what I mean? It's not that I design work and then fit family time then next. It's family time first. And then what do I need to do for work? So that means I either have to wake up early or go back to work at night, you know, whatever that means. Um that was just life-changing for me to say like i am going to prioritize my family first then i'm going to if i can add the second part of it to getting my discipline at work in i think i can be successful at both i think it is possible <laughs> definitely possible for sure <laughs> is nate frozen i can't oh he might be oh oh uh, oh. oh there he's back oh wow. that was weird um wow. That Sorry, was like I feel a like big zoom blink. I was like, was you're gone. Now you're weird. back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So remind me, because I feel like we've gotten off on a little bit of a tangent here. What remind me of the actual question that we're talking about right now? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, is uh now what does it mean to be successful in ministry? And then like that I think you know, what what do, what do you guys how do you want to be successful in your ministry going forward? What does success look like? as you are trying to prepare for the fall and your job and your ministry, what does that look like going far forward for the rest of 2022? Yeah, I feel like um, I'm trying to mark success um, more by relationships um, than probably ever before. Because um, I think I'm at this place where God, I've, I'm, I've done a lot of work getting to where we're at right now as far as like our leadership capacity and with like our small group leaders and stuff like that. And um, I feel like that's like really shown itself to be like really important and really solid. Um, and so finally being where we're at right now, super, super encouraging on those levels for sure. Um, but now I need to get to this place where I need to like see them empowered and then also just like focus on those intentional relationships and like how I can pour into actual students. And I think that's because I feel like that's something that um, I just haven't been able to do at a at a really good level because of like being spread so thin previously yeah. that like now that I have that opportunity, it's like I have to I have to like take take 
initiative to do that and not get stuck you know just like oh just working way more and you know having all that stuff whatever um and then um a little bit of what we were talking about like post camp you know that post camp episode of like okay now what you know just like getting planned like that like super far in advance so that i'm not having to you know get get stuck on all those things i think honestly if i can you know you know have the personal success of being with being with jesus and being more jesus centered in my life you know and all those things um and then being able to come over into the the ministry success and like really just hone in those relationships and and like okay you know what comes next in the life of these actual students that i'm with then you know we'll be we'll be somewhere <laughs> all right good stuff good stuff <clears throat> so for ministry success um heading to the fall just praying another uh ia shout out but it was ia summit a couple years ago um where one of the speakers there at one of our breakouts really helped me personally on kind of the opposite drew of what you're saying like i have done the relational side of things so long and so much that i'm really experienced a lot of pain and hurt from that <laughs> uh, especially these last three months and so it's like to keep that relational aspect of ministry still strong but also focus on the other sides too of like developing leaders and more of the practical things um and where that ia summit uh, speaker helped me so much was during these times to not take things so personal right and not make it about you matter of fact going back to that breakout i just led it was like hey here's the greatest hardest challenge ever in ministry it's about you but it's not <laughs> you know how to, how to find that balance of of that and not take things personal so for the sake of my church as a whole, for our ministry, I need to rein in a little bit more of the details, the practical things, and not let the personal side of things, um, the relational side of things drag me down. Hmm. Yeah, for me, it's definitely going to be just a little bit more intentionality towards um, the one of the ministries that I'm directly over is our high school ministry. So, you know, last year um, running the kids ministry and or being a part of that, making sure that was still going just was, was extreme had a lot of distractions so this year i just want to make sure that um yeah getting like what drew said getting further out in advance that's going to be my whole afternoon this is getting uh we use planning center pcos for all of our programs and stuff so getting those all done getting all the details done to hopefully just be a little bit more once again at the steering wheel you know just kind of yep. trying to be have to have time for those relationships and stuff so with saying that, we are definitely out of time. Um, so I'm curious, guys, what's your what's your one minute wrap up? Let's let's uh, what are you walking away with today? Honestly, I feel like the the biggest thing here is to um, like really as a as somebody who's like wherever you're at in ministry or in just in life, if you're a volunteer, like I know we got some I, even some of my volunteers have been listeners lately, and so it's been really awesome. But like trying to figure out like okay when it comes to your work your ministry whatever that is for you right now like you really got to hone in on like okay well what does what do i need to be faithful with you know and like let that be the thing that you you know kind of focus in on um and and if you need to focus on something really heavily at the beginning to be able to make room for that thing um that's important you know like don't and and like if you need to go back and re-listen to the fact that you need to have a good personal relationship with Jesus and your family and your personal life, like feel free to go back and listen because holy smokes, that needs to be right before <laughs> before you get to this. Cause that's like, that's the start, right? You know, you get the start right and then you can, then you can work on this, but 
hone in on what's uh what's important and uh what god's really calling you to be doing in those moments thanks my minute takeaway is it <laughs> this has probably been touched on every single episode it's definitely the overarching theme it seems to be of every discussion we have and that's the balance right of personal and ministry and how to do your job well but be awesome at home and it starts at the feet of jesus that's that's what we're hearing from last weekend this week um and then ultimately again common theme um how to gauge that how to see that you you find that out at the lunch table right you have people speaking into your life you have you know that moment of like dude how how's things going man it's awesome i had ninety-five thousand kids at this this okay cool how's it going at home oh Oh, it's good. It's good. You know, and then somebody would key in on that. Like, uh, you know, let's talk about that, man. Let's let's unpack that. So have people outside looking in, pouring, you know, and give them a, a glimpse of what's really going on ministry wise and personal wise uh, is crucial. Yeah. yeah, I think I think my one minute takeaway is, um, you know, be prepared and and um, try to get back to the steering week the rhythm i actually i feel kind of vexed that i didn't give my job. job i think i think my one minute takeaway is prioritize my family prioritize the family first right. and then you know have the lunch table like you said nate to help you evaluate the areas that you need to work on you know going forward and and healthy is is better Healthy is better than more, right? right? And, that and our, and our friend Bob, that me and Matt have known longer than Drew, says, <laughs> "If you lose your family, you lose." So you lose. Period. You lose. Yeah. Future. Well, this is the lunch table. Um, we got to get to work now. We got to get to work. We got to go start doing things, you know. So I will be at a Panera Bread um, head down. I don't have any meetings today, so I'm going to be at a Panera Bread. Where are you guys going for the rest of the day? Oh, I'm going to go man. golfing with a student. Uh, relational time so good um, stuff youth pastor things let's go good deal and nate where are you going i'm headed to visit someone that's um having heart failure but man being a youth pastor must be nice um (laughs) so (laughs) you really done did it i'm just kidding they're all it's all awesome but yeah going to do a a home visit and uh, wait that's really what you're doing yeah, literally. Yeah. Oh, I feel like so, crap now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, right. right. Hey, having spent having spent less than 48 hours at team camp, I do not envy either one of your jobs. You guys are amazing. <laughs> Keep pouring the students because they are a PIA. Well, hey, wherever you're listening, whatever you're doing, either, either on a work day or a day off, uh, the lunch table loves you guys. Thanks for listening. Peace out. Peace. Peace.